Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys. Dungeon Boys, can I get a time check on us? What 445. time? 4.45. It's 4.45 a.m. Your boys get up early to enter the dungeons. This is the fifth episode we've recorded this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we... We started last night. No, that's not true. But we do. We're getting up early. We're using some of that unused time during the day that's not normally used on a Saturday uh, to because, get to get you know, know things like sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times I do consider sleep time as just unused time. I wish I didn't have to sleep. But I agree. As a person that does love my sleep and sleeps Ooh. a lot, <laughs> uh, I, I know I have to have it. So welcome again to Dungeon Boys. Last time. There were spiders uh, that paralyzed everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. Only two. Did, did I ever thank you for the health healing and the? the yeah, y'all both healing? did. Like right yeah. when I got there. Yeah. So Grim and Arlo were both paralyzed by spiders. Jack Law and James, the guy they saved from the uh, from the cave, uh, helped them help Jack uh, <laughs> go to the logging camp, get some healing supplies. And uh, heal Return just in time to members. be useless. Yeah, they woke up. So now they have some health potions, I think. They made it back to town. Um, they decided that they were going to let the LID, they were going to let their the headquarters send somebody to notify the, the two wives of the deaths of their husbands. Um, and they went straight for the Shady Maple, where they learned from James, who was trapped in the dungeon with the um, two... Uh, shape-shifting um, culprits that he says have been t- turned into spiders, turning into himself, uh, and going and stealing goods from people to so they could gamble. Um, so we're dealing with shape-changers <coughs> who, are, who are taking the forms of husbands uh, and going back to their homes after kidnapping them to steal goods so that they can sell them and then do some gambling with that money. Uh, so the, the boys are now investigating the, sh- the casino at the Shady Maple that they've heard about. So they went to the bar. They asked for the drink they were supposed to ask to. The bartender was very lenient with code words <laughs> and allowing them several attempts at getting hey, the code word Jack right. got it right the first time. That's true. I stood my uh, ground on principle. Yes. Uh, he was very... I, it was one of those things I'd like to retcon that he didn't do, but it makes no sense that if one person knows the code word and the person to the next of him doesn't know the code word, then the bartender would be like... Ah, <laughs> like in the secret casino, <laughs> but that's all right. He's he's lenient, uh, and so they the last thing they did was they drank this drink called a random chance, where it gave them this real this real delicious smell, um, and it allowed them to pass through a brick wall in the back of the the shady maple, and they are now. Um, whether it's an illusory wall or whether it's some weird pocket dimension or whatever has not been revealed, but they are now enter the casino. Um, you guys have all stepped through, and as you turn around, if you turn around to look backwards, um, so we're beginning now. This is where we start. <laughs> uh, so if you if you look backwards, you can see straight down the hallway that you came down. It doesn't look like a brick wall. It just looks like you walked through an archway. Um, but when you went through, it was a brick wall. So standing there in front of you is the archway is, in a brick wall. Is the wall there? Is is it brick? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yes, yeah. Sorry. So you're saying on the side when you're looking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, it looks like a brick structure. Cool. Um, uh, let's see. So standing before you, kind of uh, like off to the side, down this little path that you're walk that you would walk down, um, and you're looking out into the casino, which I'll describe shortly. But uh, the first thing you see is the woman that you saw at the bar, 
uh, who asked what time it was and then walked back this direction. Um, the woman with the black pixie cut, she's wearing like a, a pantsuit, like the female version of a tuxedo. She's got a black bow tie on, black vest, black pants, white shirt. Her, her sleeves are rolled up to her... Um, Elbows? To her elbows, yeah. These things. You know, your your bendy boys. <laughs> it is now four fifty AM. Give it yeah, give us give us a little chance to get started if we if I mess anything up. Also, I'm glad the most complicated portion of our of our gate session today will be as soon as we start. Um, but uh, she's standing there and she uh, kinda gives you a welcoming <coughs> nod, but before she speaks I like to describe the room. So it's a casino. Hustle and bustle. There are tables everywhere of people playing cards. Um, actually, in the back of the room, this room is not its not an auditorium. It's not super large, but it's a fairly large room. Um, enough room for probably 10 card tables. Um, and in the back of the room, you, and each of these card tables has a dealer uh, that's also dressed very similarly to, uh, to the woman that you saw, except they're just wearing white shirts with uh, black bow ties, um, black pants. Uh, their sleeves are not rolled up. Uh, in the back of the room, you can actually see uh, a boxing ring, and there are a couple people going rounds in a boxing ring in the back. And then off to the right, in the uh, on the side of the room, you can see on the like a lot of people standing around uh, a very low structure. It's almost like a um, like a gardening box you would see outside. It, but uh, all you can see is this kind of wood box on the side of the wall. There are a lot of people standing around. There are a lot of people like they got their fists up, they're cheering or whatever. Some of them are like uh, uh, depressed and they're putting their heads down. And you can tell there's a game going on over there. Uh, there's a lot of people crowded around the boxing, the boxing arena, uh, the boxing ring over there, and they're cheering on the people that are boxing. And as you walk in, you actually hear the bell, the bell ring as somebody like gets smacked in the face and like falls flat on the floor. Um, and the woman there is standing to you, or standing there, she's standing to you. <laughs> the, the woman, uh, she kind of turns. Square up. <laughs> she, she, she turns towards you and stands in the middle of the path, and she says, Well, hello! Welcome to the casino of the Shady Maple. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. I see you made it uh, through the bar. Also in the back of the room, finally, the back of the room... There is uh, another archway that looks like it leads out into a kind of a garden courtyard hmm. that you're looking through very much like you look through the door that you came in. She says that. <coughs> First timers. <laughs> that, she oh, she takes weird. yeah. She looks at yours. I guess I, I, I'm I'm picturing you guys not speaking. Kind I of wasn't like, sure if the description was over. Oh. Yeah, you're just taking. I was trying, trying to say yeah. She was. You're, I assume you're just taking in, but she says. First timers, I assume. Yes, that would be correct. Who are you? My name is Betty. Do you get it? What? Oh. You're at a casino. My name's name's Betty. Of course it's a code name, not my real name. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please, sir, come please. It's just a pun. It's just a pun. It's the worst pun you'll hear all night. I'm sorry. Not a, no, not a whole lot of others are uh, um, as punny as I am, but yes, they call me Betty here. Not my real name, but I am the, the mistress, the, the head mistress of this casino. I oversee what goes on here. Welcome. Nice to meet you, Betty. What, what brings you... Can I get your names, fellows? Uh, excuse me, don't, don't allow me to be rude. All right. Okay. She, looks at, she looks at Jack first because he spoke first. Okay, then my name is Jack Law. And... Uh, yeah, go on. Are you wearing the mask? 
Huh? Yeah, always. What is that mask for, sir? Uh, it helps me to breathe in more fresh air than most people do. I don't like certain smells, and I enjoy the scent of rosemary, is what it's inside the mask. Yes, very well. <laughs> to each his own, rosemary is a beautiful spice. It smells delicious. Uh, to each his own, but don't let that mask cause any trouble in here. I can imagine some people might... Try to look in the reflection of those goggles and see the uh, the cards you might be holding. Yeah. It's just it's just below the eyes. Yes, it's like a. I picture every time I picture it with the glasses. It doesn't yeah. have goggles. It's, it's not like the full. Don't let that cause any trouble in here. Some people might be thinking that you're hiding cards in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> you like every time you have a winning uh, losing hand, you sneeze and. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. look at that. <laughs> He, she looks to she looks down at Arlo now, and you, sir. Hey, I'm I'm Arlo. Hey, what's that? Uh, what's that other place back there in the back? I'm looking at like the courtyard. I looked up. Oh, <laughs> I didn't um, imagine there would be like a place like that down here. Oh, oh certainly. Up. That is a um, uh, that is the back of the shady maple. Um, that's the courtyard in, in the in the rear of, of the the building here. We're actually in kind of a um, uh pocket dimension, if you will. It's We're not in an actual room. It's kind of a magical space we're in. Alright, then. But everything you see here is real. Don't don't assume that it's not real. If you are new here, I'm trying to explain how we get things done. As you know, uh, casinos and gamble, organized gambling like this is not exactly above board in our city. Okay. But we keep it classy here. Arlo kind of like, just as, as a character, he would be wanting to like head that way. To okay. like kind of Check it out a little bit. Are you walking now, or are you... Just kind of like, no. you know, as, as conversation moves here, right? elsewhere in more introductions, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like... No. No. Okay. Maybe. Oh, I would ask if, before you walk away, do stick around. I'd like to explain what we've got going on this evening. I have a question. But you still are free to do whatever you want. You don't have to listen to her. We are looking for our friend James. Have you seen him tonight? Excuse me one moment. Don't, I don't want to be rude. Sir, you I, with the bald head. I'm over here like this because <laughs> yeah, he was wait. about to speak. He's like, and then you just turned to him and was like, hey, I'm Grim. Grim? That's a cool name. Yep. That's a very cool name. We're actually dressed very similarly. I, I like your vest. Thank you. <laughs> your bow tie is rather snazzy. Why, thank you, sir. Very well. Thank you very much. You are a handsome woman. <laughs> she, like, le- she, like, leans down to two and says, he's very, she, he's very kind, very polite. Not that you weren't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's polite, unlike some people here. Polite. So, <clears throat> you said you are looking for a friend. Yes. Our friend James. He's been frequenting this place recently. Well, I don't know everyone's name. I don't. We don't have a sign-in sheet or anything like that. We try not to keep any too, too many paper records. He very well could be here. I would imagine if you just take a look around, you may find him. Um, but I, I don't... Could you tell me what he looks like, maybe? I could, if I remember. Right. You, you remember. <laughs> you tell her what, she, what he looks like. Um, James actually has a very identifying um, scar on his, um, on his right temple. From a logging thing, um, <laughs> um, so you describe that, and you says, "Well, she says, well, I haven't seen anyone with a scar like that, but I try to see everyone as they walk in. But normally, when we open up, and a lot of people come in through the back once they've been here one time, and they've they've had the drink. So um, I, I don't know, I don't know everyone who's here. He very well could be, though. Um, I hope I hope that you find him. Why are you looking for him? 
He's just a friend. Also, I need to... Um, also, that was a lie. Was no James is not no sorry I thought I thought you were saying that the cult people you're looking for were your friends. Oh no. Uh, let's see. Where's everybody wearing their badges? As far off of my person as possible. We all hid them before we came in here. You did? Okay, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if you did or not. Okay. Yeah, I completely forgot that. Gotcha. So she says, at any rate, welcome. Would you like for me to explain what offerings we have this evening? We kind of have a rotating game schedule. So. Yes, I am quite interested in the boxing ring back there. <laughs> oh, well, that's the easiest one to explain, Mr. Grimm. Remember, uh, I do have a giant hammer on my back. Yeah. <laughs> you... <laughs> it's like a refrigerator with a handle. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, cannot, you can't use the... Ha- also, we'll do it when you do it in combat, but I misspoke about one thing about Zenus's character that we'll take care of in combat later on. Um, remind me to do that tonight. You misspoke today. No, Alice, I misspoke last time about okay. the advantage versus or disadvantage versus oh, yeah. non-proficiency. We'll talk about it later. But she says, time. "Now you can't bring your hammer into the boxing ring, but feel free to participate." Um, boxing is rather easy to explain. It is what it is a uh, we. The referee will call rounds as needed, uh, but it's uh, a one-on-one, two knockout. Uh, we take bets beforehand. The referee will decide the odds, and you will. It'll be fisticuffs until one of you hits the mat, um, and the the the, the 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 money will be distributed based on the odds. Excellent. <coughs> um, she says we also, if you would look at our card table, Arlo is just like yeah. I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you look at our card tables as well, we're playing five card killer tonight. Um, if you'd like to play that, I'm sure a dealer would be happy to explain it to you. But it's one of our our more uh, uh, int- not intellectual, but. Um, there's bluffing involved. There's it's it's not all about the numbers. Sometimes you have to fool people into believing what uh, you have in your hand. And then on the right here, I see. I feel as though you've probably noticed our the strange crowd around this uh, this uh, wooden trough here. Uh, but it's one of our newer games. Uh, I, I I thought it was a lot of fun when they pitched it to me. It's called Three Frog Jump. It's a frog race. A lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch. People get, you would never expect people to be vi- so obsessed with frogs and how far they jump, but let me tell you, it is quite an enjoyable experience. I feel like this oh, is meta mixed into it because there are a lot of frog jump things. Yeah, we live in an area where nearby <coughs> there is there's definitely a competition. Uh, there are frog jumps. Not there, People don't like, it's not like alleyway dice people <laughs> you don't you, there, there's not people like behind this building doing it in the dark who's um, cheating but there is <laughs> um, but those are what we have on offer if you would like to play any of those games uh, feel free and uh, hope you have plenty of coin because you may be losing it or carrying a few more uh, home with you this evening um, is there anything else I can do for you boys I shall assume magic is not allowed um, yes we would prefer this, the Shady Maple is interesting. I do not deem it illegal for anyone to cheat. But, if you are caught, the, the consequences can be quite dire. People don't like it when people cheat in these games. You have to battle the frogs. Oh, God. <laughs> but, Underst- <coughs> forgive me, if please, that makes for that. sense. Understood. Very Thank well. you. I walk You're off welcome. toward the, the rink. Okay, so Grim heads to the boxing ring. Um, before you guys go, I'd like for you to roll perception to see if you see anything out of the ordinary. Pretty sure people rotting from the outside as you punch them 
Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Is cheating. <laughs> I was already planning not to do the plus it shows. How how tall are you? Like feet wise, I'm what like four feet, like four. three and a half, four, four feet. Actually, I don't even know, like a little bit less than four probably. Okay. What? No, they're supposed to be like the smallest. They're like three six, I think at max. We'll go with that. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe I don't know. I'm huge. <clears throat> I got a twenty three. Golly gracious, the yep, other rolling good. That's my thing. Yeah. And a seventeen. Okay, so you you got you guys, um, when you're looking around, uh, you don't see as you I'm assuming you guys are kind of walking entering the casino. At first glance you do not see anyone you recognize there. You don't see any of the victims or any of the, the, the victims that you saw. You certainly can't really tell what the first two victims you saw in the cave look like. They were kind of rotted. Uh, but you don't see anyone who looks like James here. Um, you see people of all kinds. You see some poorer folks and you see some richer folks. You see people in very nice clothes, people in um, kind of more tattered clothes. Uh, One thing that does jump out at you, especially to you, Arlo, um, and Grim, uh, but Jack, you see it as well, but I think Arlo gets the best view of it because he's down low, is that you see at one of the five-card killer tables in in kind of the center of this room, there's an older man who looks... Pretty gruff, pretty, um, very wealthy looking. He's got a, a gold chain on his neck, and um, he's got uh, very nice clothes on. But he's standing alone at a five-card killer table, and beside him, Arlo, you spot at first as you see a, a small creature uh, that's wearing very tattered purple robes with a hood over its head. And as you walk by and you go past him, kind of moving through this, the tables. Uh, he turns and you see that he has a beak and then you notice his arms and legs are bird-like and um, they, it's a it's a, a kinku is what the race oh, is called and I imagine you um, that's something you probably all know about it's a, it's a type of thing um, it's a type of thing <laughs> uh, but uh, <coughs> so you notice sorts. him and yes, you, you, no- you notice <laughs> that he has a, uh, a, a silver collar around his neck but he is he is carrying a uh, bow and a um, and a small short like a dagger short sword uh, and he's standing there um, kind of just like at attention a little and his he kind of like scratches at his collar a little bit uh, as you walk by um, the people at the frog jump seem to be also of all different creeds and colors there's a couple beautiful ladies over there. Um, there's 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 beautiful ladies and beautiful men around, and there's also some some <laughs> uglier folks. But I'm just saying there's a there's a hodgepodge. No, I was just I made a face because it's like the beautiful women are around the frog. Yeah, it's, inter- it's interesting, but it it's not. I'm trying to point. There's not as many. There's there the the women tend to gravitate to the other sports, but um there there's like one or two ladies also over here at the frog jump, which you wouldn't expect. The frog jump seems to be where mo- most of the poorer folks are hanging out. Like the, the there's some tattered the the more commoner people are the ones over there, kind of like yeah around the frog jump. Um, but there's well. plenty of people at all the card tables and uh, the boxing ring. Uh, standing around the boxing ring are uh, kind of a hodgepodge. Of people over there, and currently there are two um, two human men in the ring, punching it out. Cool. cool. So, Grim, you said you want you were headed to the boxing ring first, so we'll go with you. But what are the other two of you doing? Um, I see everything that's going on, everything, but I've been distracted by like the little courtyard thing mm-hmm. in the back. I kind of want to go and just check that out. Okay. 
Well, we can do that first. That won't, won't be too terribly difficult. Uh, so you walk. You want to walk through the thing? Mm-hmm. My biggest thing is I didn't expect to see something like that here where it was like really secure to get in. Sure. But at the same time, it's like an open courtyard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Also, we're here expecting maybe trouble. So <coughs> yeah. Arlo's kind of thinking, well, hey, is this a fast way okay. out? Yeah, sure. So you walk through the archway, and uh, in, upon your investigation, as you turn around, there is another large brick wall behind you. It's as if you passed back out through... Um, the, the, it was... You pass back out of the casino as if you were going the other way, but you walk through this this illusory wall or whatever. You turn okay. around. There's a brick wall. There's some gardening tools on the wall. Uh, there's kind of a fountain in the middle of this courtyard, and there's buildings around you. It's kind of, it's a nice, quiet little place. Um, you can't hear any of the sounds of the casino because it's pretty loud in there. A lot of ruckus going on. What a lot with of the frogs? What with the frogs? <laughs> croaking and punching, croaking and punching and yeehawing. Um. And uh, that is pretty kind of an open courtyard. Nothing, real. No, nothing really going on in there. Can I walk back through the the hidden wall thing? Sure. Yeah. You, I feel like you kind of investigate that. You stick your hand through, and your hand does go through it, and you walk right back in. So there's two ways in and out. And whenever you walk through these barriers, that smell that you smelled that kind of led you this way gets like really strong for just a brief second. Also, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit it's concerned. I didn't hit record on the camera. Let me go check that real quick. It always happens. The, <laughs> the, the red, red light, light flashing. flashing. The red light flashing. Yeah. Yeah. I just leaned back to look at it. I was yeah. like, "That's smart." Monitor. Yeah. Now I Sorry, can, folks. Now I can see myself. I do apologize. What? I was gonna say ugly, but okay. <laughs> Beautiful works too. We're a we're a low budget production. Sometimes you gotta stand up and check and make sure you turned on things. Um. Okay, so Arlo, you kind of going in and out. That didn't take very long. So as you come back in, you see Grim heading towards the boxing ring. Wait, did cool. we did we all go over there and check it out with him, or is it just like a? Okay. As I think, you want to do? I don't think so. You got you tell me if you as want to. As we're all like kind of mulling around, I want to kind of like casually walk past these guys and just let them know. Hey, there's another way out in the back. Okay. Okay. Cool. And as of right now, you've all rolled pretty high perception rolls, so people aren't acting necessarily differently. Remember the people you're looking for. The here, James told you that these 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 shape changer people, uh, they seem to be like adolescents. They seem to be like not kids, but not adults. Like they were very immature. They acted they acted very immaturely, um, and. They're only changing shape. He didn't say that like they actually became him or whatever. They were they were questioning him to try to become like him, um, but they're they're very childish creatures. Like they didn't really understand the gravity of what was going on. They're very immature. Spider. What? Oh yeah. Roll initiative. <laughs> Wait, is it a spider or a massive tick? It. It's a spider. It had better be. Also, there's a sword on the table. So <laughs> if you if you notice that. <laughs> that's for the spiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for the spiders. All right, so Grim is heading to the boxing ring. Jack, what are you going to do? I guess I'll go to the card table. Okay. Wait, uh, you notice also this old man with the king coup, but every every all the other card tables seem to be well dispersed and pretty normal looking. He's the only one standing by himself. I'm not trying to push you that way. I'm just saying. If it's the most, if he's more by himself and that's the most empty table, I'd probably go to that one. Okay. So you're heading that way. So Grim, you didn't say you were going there first, so we're yep. going to take care of the boxing ring. I just wanted to let Arlo go and check the courtyard because it was going to be easy. Mm. Um, so Grim, you arrive at the boxing ring. 
there's a there's a ref in the ring, uh, and he's calling he's calling the match. And as you walk over there, um, again another like the the man in the match he hits the he hits his opponent with a a, crawl, a, a right hook to the jaw, and the guy turns around, spit flies down, and he, he hits the mat. Um, and then uh, one of his compatriots comes from the uh, outside of the ring, kind of drags him off. And he says, uh, he the ref raises the other guy's fist and says, "We have a winner!" And then there's another, um, there's a, a little dwarven man kind of on the edge of the, uh, the edge of the ring, sitting at a table, and he's like, everybody's crowding around, like trying to get their money, and he's tossing them coins and giving everybody what they got back with their bets. Okay. He says, <clears throat> "Oh, I should have gone over there and bet." Mm. Odds for 50-50 on this one, one to one. Um, I I approach him. And, uh, Which one, sorry? The dwarf man. Okay. Dwarfin, dwarven male man. Um, so are you the one that schedules fights here, Mr. Man? What's your name, by the way? I'm not rude, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, sir. My name is Turley, and I schedule the fights. Turley? Didn't you use that name before? I, there's, a, there's a deputy director named Timney. Timney Furlish. Hmm. This is Turley. Turley. Also, I didn't name him prior to this. Turley uh, Finlish. Yeah, you, you get into these <laughs> environments. I'll get you inside the DM said for a minute. You get into these environments, and you're like, you've already populated them, but then you think, well, it needs some, a little something else to make sense, and you have to do it on the spot. So, Turley it is. I'm not going back. That's fine. Name's Turley. Nice yes, to meet you. Yes, I schedule the fights. All right. Um, I would like to fight. Who you want to fight? We got a couple of good ones coming up. Um, I'm not gonna let you go all the way to the top yet. You're gonna have to make you have to work your way up. But we do have a lower level fighter coming in, another first timer. Um, he's a kind of a, a skinny dude, really. You probably take him pretty easy. Um, if that's what you recommend, that's what I'll do. Okay, he writes it down. He he like writes down your um uh, your name. Grim. <laughs> Am I allowed to bet on these fights as well? Yeah, nice. you can bet on yourself. Awesome. I've I'll seen that. that go wrong for a lot of dudes. I'll take the risk. How close is Jack? I like your confidence. Um, you're probably like 30 feet away. I just like throw him my little bag of gold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do, do you do that? Yeah. Okay. I Grim. <laughs> what do you want me to do with this? Roll, the, oh, roll no. to turn around and catch that bag. <laughs> oh, no. 12. Hey. Yeah, you catch it. You, you turn. It's not like you don't like just te- catch it like without turning around, but you do turn around and grab it and you say, um, what'd you say? What you? Yeah, I asked Jack what he was gonna do. What, think, what, what you want me to do? With it? I think you know what, you, what I want you to do. With it. Uh, just all of it. All of it. I only have ten gold, so you know. Oh, okay. You're, you're good. definitely yelling this across the casino, yeah. by the way. Hey, <laughs> what do you want to do with this? I, I think it was more just like how much yeah. all of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, that, that, sounds that's good. I'm, I'm just saying it wasn't like yeah. how much you want to do all of it. Um. Yeah. So I like that. Hmm. What odds? Uh, odds are going to be two to one. He's, he's been here a little bit longer, so for every every coin you bet, you get two back. Oh, good. Eight. I'll bet. Double your money. Eighteen gold. Eighteen the gold. On ten this from one. him and eight from me. All right. So yeah, mark those down. I'm gonna All put right. over here on the PP eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It splits up the money by like platinum and gold and. Elysium and silver and copper, I think. I don't know what it is. Mostly gold in this world. I know. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I have... It's PP, GP, EP, SP, CP, and I'm just marking it. 
Gotcha. I'm not being crass or crude or anything. Pee-pee. <laughs> that was just the first one. That's what I did. <laughs> okay, so... All right, if you win this fight, you get 36 gold back. That's a pretty hefty amount. You yeah. must be pretty confident. Or just stupid. We'll find out in a minute, won't we? Yes, we will. I love finding out. Um, so you All guys- right, Tyler. <laughs> I'm just going to wait over there until you tell me it's time to go. I'm just an excited dwarf, man. I like seeing people punch people. What's you, wrong with you that? You do you. I'm, I like doing the punching, so... I like you. Here we go. <laughs> and he goes back to writing down. Um, and so he reaches back behind him and he goes, like, he rings the bell and the ref comes over to him and he says, uh, we ready for another fight? And Turley says, yes, sir, we've got another fight coming up. I've got uh, Grim stepping to the ring and your opponent, Chump. <laughs> this, like, kind of spindly man, <laughs> this guy, yeah, kind of, kind of spindly man comes out of the crowd and he says, like, I'm ready for it. <laughs> He says, Charlie says, I know you told me Chump earlier, but that's your name? Yeah, man. French call me Chump. French call me Chump. <laughs> I feel like he's doing like the thing. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's got a twitch, so he like, he kind of steps in the ring. I, I go to shake his hand. And he, yeah, he comes over and says, how you doing? <laughs> Good to meet you, Chump. My name is Grim. Ah, oh, nice to meet you, Grim. My name is Chump. I'm about to knock you out. <laughs> All right, let's... But, it's all, but as you're saying this, it's all in good fun. Oh, yes, I'm I know. trying to win some money. As am I. Okay. So the ref comes in. He like oh. he checks on both of you. He says, sir, are you ready to fight? Yes. Chunk, how about you? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I'm playing these boys. <laughs> um, yes, sir. I definitely picture this guy as Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> or just, yeah. Recruit him. Just like a young Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. Recruit Steve. No. Um, so he's, yeah, so he, he like, his, like, as he closes his fist, they like crack. I imagine he's like kind of hunched over the knees. He's got like a wide stance. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just moving around. No, he's definitely like, like, at first he was kind of like walking off like this, like he was ready, but whenever it's time to fight, he does the, <laughs> the, the fisticuffs thing. Like All it. right. Okay, so you guys ready to fight? The ref uh, steps out of the way and he says, three, two, one. And he, he hits the, Turley hits the bell and ding, ding, ding. He says, fight. And so you guys are about uh, 10 feet away from each other at this point. And as the bell rings, I want to pass over to see what Jack is doing before the fight begins. Okay. Uh, am I at the table? You're at the table. Okay. Uh, well, hello, sir. How do you do? Uh, fantastic. Kind of a shorter fella, um, dealing cards. My first time here. Could you oh, give me a rundown of this game? Absolutely, sir, absolutely. One of my favorite games. Love dealing it, love dealing it. It's called Five Card Killer. So the way this works is I'm going to deal you one card from a deck of cards that has four options. Those are your killer cards. You can either receive, excuse me, you can either receive a, a deer, a wolf, a boar, or a bear. Imagine the deer is on the bottom, the bear is on the top. The bear eats the boar, the boar eats the wolf, the wolf eats the deer. These car- that's that's how the hierarchy of these cards. That's your killer card. If the rest of, if that in the rest of the game, you're tied up with your opponents, the killers will decide the winner. So, after this, you'll have an opportunity to place a bet. Excuse me. Before we begin, there will be an ante. You will have to put in at least one gold coin to play the game. Well, I'm done. <laughs> I gave him all my gold. <laughs> Hold on. 
you, well, he sees you like looking for you, like kind of like patting your gold person, like realizing that it's not there. And he says, "Hold on, we kind of have an interesting circumstance at this table, don't we, sir?" And there's a like a look at gruff guy. Like, mm-hmm. The old man <laughs> uh-huh. next to you does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, says. Uh, so let me finish explaining. You may still be able to play. Um, he says, after I deal the killer cards, there will be a chance to bet. Um, after the after that betting has taken place, I'll deal you two more cards. These cards are numbered one to ten. You're looking for pairs. You're hoping for a pair. Um, you'll be have another chance to bet. If you got nothing, you better be bluffing. Mm. And if you don't, if you do have something, you better make sure no. <laughs> you better try to make sure they know it. Uh, and you also have the opportunity to fold at any of this point. If you feel like you can't win the hand, feel free to fold. You can get out without spending any more money. Uh, finally, I will deal another two cards. After those two cards, the cards will all be on the table. Uh, there will be one more round for betting. Then you will flip and you will show each other your cards or however many people happen to be at the table um, and whoever's the winner gets the pot. Now, like I say, if you have two pair and our friend here has two pair, the killers will decide. Then you will flip your killer cards. If you have the bear and he has the boar, you win. Alright. I kind of assumed that we were going to finish his thing first and I would have money. <laughs> okay, well, here. There, this you don't have to just play once. There, um, let me. There's a thing going on at this table. It says, um, or do you want to say anything about? You want to respond at all? You uh, can say the thing about the money. Okay, I was thinking that. Uh, my friend over there is in the boxing ring as we speak. Actually, uh, I'm pretty certain he'll do fairly well on this first match, considering the Steve Buscemi s character he's fighting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chump is a rather spindly fellow. He is indeed. From um, across the crowded room, and Chump he, turns around and is like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I will Your hopefully have Chump. more funds for this game in a moment. Well, we do have a maybe a, a, a strange circumstance. Um, you see, you, our friend here also has no money. <laughs> and he, he turns to you and says, Yeah, you're right about that. I don't have any money. He's an older man. I need to. I'm trying to do a gruff older man voice, but um, yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any money. Um, and he says, "Well, <coughs> sir, you're not trying to convince me. I, I'm not. I'm not going to benefit from this game. But there's no one else at the table, so here's your opportunity. You see if this man wants to play with you. You haven't had much luck the rest of the night." He says, oh, "I don't know why I'm still standing here. This guy's been giving me crap all night." <laughs> sir, I have a proposition for you. I'm out of money. I'm here gambling. I'll be honest with you. Got a bit of an addiction. Come here every night. <laughs> Things." Tend to go well for me, but tonight I'm out of luck. I don't have any more cash. If I come home without anything, I'm gonna be in big trouble. So how about this? We play five card killer. I give you my kinku slave. I don't need this filth anymore. He really just stinks up my house now. I give you my slave, and he kind of like kick gives him a kick, like he doesn't care for this thing at all. Like he's he doesn't treat this thing as a, a being. He treats it as like property, and um. I give you my slave, and you give me 30 gold coins from you and your friend's purse. Sounds fair enough. He's, he looks at you surprised, like, well. <laughs> he looks over at the, the dealer, and he's like, first offer this time. <laughs> and the dealer's also surprised. He's like, hey, it's your money. Do, what, do with it as you please if you want to play for the slave. And the, the kinku... He doesn't do anything. He just like he takes the the punch from the guy or like the the kind of brush off from the guy, and like he just kind of stands there stoically, doesn't make much of a noise. 
Um, because all right, well, let's play, I suppose. I appreciate the opportunity. And he, um, he turns to the table. He says, "Dealer, deal us in." And the dealer says, "Well, this is unorthodox, but like I said, there's no one at the table. I'm bored." What is, What does the house get? Does Does the house get any money? No, sir. The house is not going not going to benefit from this one. But there's nobody else at the table right now, and I'm feeling generous tonight. Fair enough. Thank you for your generosity, sir. Well, it'll be interesting to see if, if nothing else. <laughs> Uh, also, this guy's kind of a douche. He's been here. <laughs> he's been, he's, he tends to be all rather, night with no money. <laughs> ra- yeah, he tends to be rather belligerent. So, uh, if I can get rid of him, I'm, get him out of here, I'd, I'd be pleased to. We're, I'm, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> the guy's just a grown man. <laughs> I'm struggling. I'm, I'm really trying to. I'm not doing a good job. I'm trying to paint the picture that this is a, a mean-looking old man that's very um, careless towards this bird and very or kinku, uh, very rude, very. Uh, mean to this thing he's not I, I, I'm struggling doing mean old man voice but I want to get want to at least give you that picture um okay so we are going to cut real quick Arlo you're back inside what are you planning to do mm-hmm. Where, are you are you just still trolling or what well I wanted to kind of pass by these guys and let them know hey there's another exit out the back okay but I, kind of, I was actually kind of figuring I would end up near where the kinku was so. okay actually worked out for the grand plan because while y'all were talking I was hoping to kind of get a word in edgewise with him with the kinku yeah okay if he wants to talk so you you you, you, you kind of walk up next to him he's about your height I you, figured yeah like you walk whole under the radar thing. yeah you walk up next <laughs> to so you you now walk up next to the kinku mm-hmm. he doesn't acknowledge he doesn't turn to acknowledge you mm-hmm. so I just kind of tap him on the shoulder excuse me friend he makes like this weird like doop, 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 boop, doop, 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 noise. I understand that. Uh, King, do you speak? Uh, the thing about Kinku is that they only speak in mimics, mimicry. They don't. There's like a, a curse apparently on Kinku beings is that the only way they speak is using syllables and words that they've learned from like they can mimic from people. Um, so he gives you a few cheeps and he says, "Stand here." Um, how do you find yourself in uh, such a predicament that you're in? Slave, worthless, don't move. Uh-huh. The voice sounds very oddly like, well, you didn't hear the old man, so never mind. So yeah. His voice does not sound like a bird. He sounds like a kind of an older So he's kind of like parroting what other people are yep. saying. So. Okay. Alright. So, how, how, how do you feel about your current predicament? Slave, worthless, stand here. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> So Arlo's kind of made up his mind at this point that this guy is—he's just really down. Roll perception for him. Perception. Twelve. Um. He as he's saying these things, he kind of like pulls—he pulls at his collar again. He like kind of pulls at it, and um, his facial expressions don't completely match what he's saying. He's kind of—he. He's saying things very matter-of-factly, but his his eyes are a little sadder than what he's saying. That's kind of what I'm getting from is is he's just got that matter-of-fact tone because he's copying what somebody else has said. But yeah, um, I've kind of made up my mind at this point that I don't 
like this situation. If I have a chance to, I'd like to get him out of this situation. Cool beans. So you might want to you might want to talk with Jack because I don't think you aren't there for the conversation of that. You don't know that Jack is currently playing for the well, slave. They're like talking overhead. Okay, so you want to be there while they were talking. Yeah, because I imagine it's like you know it's, it's a tall table. And <coughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just kind of like. So can I roll perception to have heard that conversation? <laughs> Absolutely. 18. You heard it. All right. <laughs> just one eye on the man, the other eye just... <laughs> All right. I'm a... But it's like real quick. Just... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just going to grab Jack by the back of his coat and just like jerk down on it. Hey, um, I handed my, all my gold. I'm like, I don't trust myself around here. Will you hold on to this for me? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the way I'm picturing you standing, it's old man, Kinku, Arlo, Jack. Yeah. Uh, did the old man notice that? Notice what? The handing off of gold. Well, we were talking to each other, so. Did you try to do it stealthily? I mean, he kind of came up behind Yeah, he noticed. Like, <laughs> he definitely I mean, noticed. I wasn't trying to be stealthy about yeah, it. Yeah, oh, he that lo- sucks. <laughs> he looks down and goes, hey, sorry, we made a deal so early. Maybe we'll play again after this. But it's just like two gold. <laughs> he just <laughs> it makes his day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Um, yeah. Hold hold on to this for me. I want to go check out these uh, froggy hoppers over here. You could be a froggy hopper. I was thinking about that earlier. Oh shit! I shouldn't, I shouldn't have said it. I yeah, you can't, no, don't. You can't have that. I'll allow that idea to come later after we've forgotten. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was intentional. I thought this was to be like a game for each of us. Like never, the, never considered that. The hand-to-hand combat, the persuasion, insight, and all that, and then the animal races. I was like, I, oh, you know, Keith what? designed a game for each of us. Every one of them. I'd be a giant toad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and consume the other guy in the ring. Boy, the the boxing was definitely when Zenas told me he wanted to do like a like be a punchy boy. Mm-hmm. Like I did want to work boy. in like kind of a boxing thing, which is fun. To, I we'll, we'll talk about the motives <laughs> later. But I really did not think, certainly didn't think that about the turning into a frog. That nope. makes me so happy that that was a thought. It is um, there. But yeah, so uh, let's go back to Grim. So the bell has rung. We need to roll initiative for you fellas. I got an eighteen. 18? Yeah. And a text message. What you say? She say yes. Okay. Um, get out of here. Yeah. He's, uh, you go first. Oh, by the way, I don't get off work early today. Because Stephanie's in Charlotte. Well, not yet. Because it's 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, you go first. Sweat off my back. I'm going to try to punch him. Alright. I want I want a lot of characterization of these punches though. It's one on one fight. I'm gonna need to know exactly how you're doing it. Um, eleven. I'm just gonna go for a haymaker. Eleven to, to AC. Yeah, to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, I deal ten damage. Ten no, da- no, no, no. Um, nine damage. Okay, did, are you not having necrotic? Are you? No, just okay. my D8 Good plus God. strength. Yes, you <laughs> just yeah. straight to Dude, the head. You're, and the, I don't know if you remember, but Grim is a big boy. He's like he's, six six. Yeah, he's tall. And he's, he's he's muscular. Yeah, he's tall. He's muscular. Here's a question: Is he toned muscular or is he just a big boy? Like, I'm not saying like does he have a gut, but like, are we talking toned or are we just talking just functional, big arms, big torso? Um, this is a, I mean, you, all you really, all we can really see is your forearms, right? Hugh Jackman or Dwayne Johnson? No, he's got like 
Or sleep all the yeah, way down? Okay, so we can't sleep see much of him. Um, a big belly, no. foul mouth, ugly muscle. Yeah. <laughs> There are two different type body types of like strength. There's one that looks good, and it's like the chest or like the torso goes down. Yeah. And there's one that's built for like power, and it's just like a straight column. <laughs> he's got the straight column. Okay. He just because he was a logger before yeah, this, he and a then big he's tree like man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. So right right hook. So you come swing. You come not a haymaker, but you. Did you say haymaker? I did say haymaker. Okay, so a haymaker, like, so this, I'm just so, just everything into it. So Chomp steps back with like a, <laughs> and, and like, so you you step in, you close and, the five feet, <gasps> and you just swing around, and you cut you where you hit where you punching for. Uh, I was just going straight for the head. For the head. Okay. I keep. I don't head know what a haymaker looks like. I just. I, yeah, it's just I, way around the side. Okay. So you like way around the side, catching like right in the temple, and like his head all but makes a completely three sixty degree motion, and he just like. <laughs> With always smiling though, he smiled all the way through it. But like there's, oh, dang. Almost, there's almost a almost a click. Like you hear, Wah! and he just like freezes up and like lands on the on the ground and falls over. And the whole crowd goes. Yeah! I'm just I'm, I'm standing in the position like, oh. <laughs> so um, he like he's laid on. out on the floor. One of his buddies kind of slides him out of the ring. Um, as he's like leaving, I want to like reach for his feet and cast like cure wounds on him. Okay. Just because I don't want him to die. You, here, there. I am. I went with the assumption that you're trying not to kill people, so I'm, I'm assuming that you use just enough power to knock him out. I'm okay. not. We're gonna treat it that way. All right, cool. About that time, we actually hear the punch. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So you guys, you guys see. I get the table you're looking at is kind of facing. Like you're facing the boxing ring a little bit, so you guys see the one punch knockout <laughs> and Luke Trump just slump over um, and get dragged out of the ring. So everybody's cheering there around the betting table or whatever. Um, and uh, Drim, what do you do? You step out the ring? Um, yeah, I just I, he doesn't care for the crowd. He just steps out the ring, goes to Turley. Okay. Grim, I knew you were a big boy. And Trump was a kind of a tiny fellow, but whew, that was quite a punch. Mm. Indeed, thank you. I think I, I think I felt some of his memories pass by me as as you punched him. Uh, here's your money, sir. He and he like he grabs some money out of the pot and puts it into your um, purse and hands it back to you. You now have thirty. He hands you handed him eighteen. He's giving you thirty six back. Okay, I would like to bet sixteen of this on another match on myself. Okay, another match. You, I mean, I guess you probably you probably aren't too tired after that after that one, Ingram. Uh, so you want to bet 16. He says, oh, we got a tougher challenger, challenger for you this time. Um, <clears throat> this looks like this guy's... This, like, this, based on uh, eyeing him down earlier when he put his name on the list, he was uh, he a pretty big felt. So odds are going to be a little different in this one. Odds are going to be two... Or, excuse me. I think I did the odds wrong last time. You were favored to win last time. Um, but this guy's pretty experienced. He comes in here boxes pretty often. So odds are going to be <coughs> three to one against you. So if you win this one, you triple your money. Excellent. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Why is this pin not working? Okay. You got it right with it first. 42. That's typically how All right, so you're going to bet 16. You'll get 42 back if you win. Booyah. I'm making some money off these boxing matches. I'm making some money. I'm giving him his 20, and that's all I bet. Okay. Um, I, I, as he hands me the money, I separate it out into the two things, um, and I, I call out to to you. Jack. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> Jack! 
Here's your money. And I throw him the, the 20 gold. Roll to catch it, baby girl. <laughs> what am I rolling? Uh, dexterity? Athletic yeah, or dexterity? Uh, 17. Perfect. You catch it eating. <laughs> Let's play. <laughs> hey, if I win, I'll be able to afford a suit of armor, too. <laughs> You're fighting Willie, Br- Willie Brickles, Grim. Willie Brickles. Willie Brickles. We'll find out. <laughs> I'll call you up here in a little while. Alright, sounds good. Um... So you got a little bit of time, Jack and Arlo. We're back to the table with you guys. Um, I've wandered off in search of Toad Battle. Oh yeah, sorry. So Jack, we're at the table with you, um, and you. Dealing happens. <laughs> so, all right. So um, I want to make. Uh, I don't know if I need to roll for this or not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him that I've got. From all the coin, I've got 25 gold pieces in total. That should be enough to get the game going. I'll give him another five from one of my friends if he wins. So you're going to ante up for you, for this fella? Huh? You said, all, all that requires for you to actually play this game is two gold coins for me to start dealing. Yeah, but you said he, he wanted to bet the slave against 30 gold. He did, yeah. yeah. I'm telling him I only got 25. Okay. I, I got I got some faith in your friend over there as well. I think we'll be all right. All right. I guess I want to get this stupid bird off my hands. <clears throat> my wife thinks he's cute, but I'm tired of his stinky self. <laughs> let's get this started, dealer. Sure, all right, fine, fine. Let's hand. let's get started. So he hand, he puts out his hand for like if you're gonna ante up for this guy, I need, I'm gonna need two gold coins. Two. So you hand him two gold pot. coins. So subtract two gold coins from your. Th- well, don't subtract it yet. So I've got two. I'm gonna have a pin. Two, two in the pot right, right now. So the way this works mechanically uh, is, I'm gonna roll for the old man, um, and Bryce, you're gonna need to keep track of your cards. Okay. I, I need a pin. You want a piece of paper? I need a pin. I got one. Here's a piece of paper. Pin. He's got this. Pin. <laughs> pin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, he begins to deal. So he deals to you first, uh, Jack. You're going to roll a d4 for me. You don't have to draw. I mean, you can keep tracking them with numbers if you want. Good. Yep. Two. Two. That means you... So he deals you a card. You, he slides it to you face down. Um, on the backs of these cards, there is a symbol. Um, and the, the back of the cards has a symbol that looks like a triangle with a line coming through it. So a tri- like a, a pyramid. Looks, it looks like a pyramid and then with a line coming through it like this. Kind of like an umbrella almost. He stole it from Harry Potter. It's not completely like that. It's not exactly the same. Harry Potter has a circle and a line through it and stuff. Yours just doesn't have a circle. It doesn't, the line doesn't go all the way down. Okay. I didn't steal it from Harry Potter. I was joking, <laughs> but I do recognize, I do recognize the similarity by that it happened by accident. <laughs> so that's what the symbol on the back of the cards would like, just to add a little bit of flair to these cards. Um, and uh, when you pick it up, there is a uh, sketch of uh, it's they're manufactured, but it's a like a cool kind of uh, gritty looking sketch of a wolf. Question. Yeah. What color are they? The cards? Yeah. Did you say? Because uh-huh. I'm imagining like black with like gold 
Designs yeah, the, 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 the back of the card is black and kind of distressed looking, and then the symbol is kind of white. Nice. Um, where was the wolf in the pecking order of this? Uh, it's deer, wolf, boar, bear. Okay. So, essentially, four beats three, three beats two. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, he does that, and then he's going to deal to the old man. I'm trying to look at these dice when I roll them. <laughs> if you can. Uh... Okay, all right. So, how are you how are you boys feeling? We've got we've reached the we've reached the pass where, uh, if you want to put more money in the pot, you can. But I know you're not betting anything, sir. I know. Can we just skip all this? I don't have anything else to put in. I mean, you you can't really add anything to the pot anyway because you're getting sleep. So, don't know why I asked you that, fellas. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, so he deals again. What you got? If you just want to roll it, can't. Oh no, I, I get it. I, 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 I like I like the 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 drop of the dice. Um, I didn't but know I, if it didn't. Oh no, yeah, just I keep Bryce from looking at it. So uh, he's going to deal you two cards, numbers one through ten. Uh, so you need to roll a d10 twice and write down your results. What's your show? Okay, so, um, how we how we feeling, fellas? Feeling good? Anybody feeling good? Um, Bryce, you can tell us what you kind of cards you have. If you feel like you want to bluff, if you want to, um, I guess there's no betting right now, so you can't. There's really no point. But we're just playing to see who wins at this point. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. What? The order. Yeah. Wolf. Um. So he's gonna. Like he deals. He takes the cards out. And he deals two more cards to each of you. So roll another d10, twice. Twice? Mm-hmm. No. For two more cards. That's a ten. Mm-hmm. Just out of curiosity, is there a reason you're using that one? It was just the first one I grabbed. I didn't. I couldn't find the other one. Honestly. Gotcha. Okay. Well, the cards are dealt. We didn't bet any time. The house isn't really, isn't really making any money off of this. I'll see you. I'm sure I'll make plenty of money off of you later, sir. And he grumbles at him again. So flip them. Show, show us your cards. So uh, the old man flips over his four cards, and I assume you flip over your four cards as well. Mm. Uh, what do we see on your four cards? Three, four, ten, and five. Three, four, ten, and five. You see a nine, three, ten, and a one. So... Each of you have no pairs. So no pairs between the two of you. Not a whole lot of luck running tonight. Dang. Looks like the looks like the killers will decide this one. Dang. Fellas, <laughs> you're fellas. Just, you're just ready a cleaver? Yeah. <laughs> fellas, please uh, please uh flip uh please flip your killer cards. So the old man flips his <laughs> He's he, the old man flips his cards and he says, Gods no! Because <laughs> he flips it and there's a cute little deer on his car. Oh yes, I'm what imagining you, it's like a chibi deer. Yeah, <laughs> just like. <laughs> what's, what's, you, what's yours? Big uh, wolf. A wolf. Well, just he, barely. Yeah, he says he, the old man says, "Gods, no." And he looks up, hoping that he's, he'll see a deer on your cards, and you and you have the wolf, and he says, "God, no, 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 no." Oh, what am I gonna do? <clears throat> so he says, I'm, the, I'm, "I'm nothing if not without my honor," as he says. As he like takes a sip of his last drink and begins to descend into intoxication, 
He says, fine, take this kinku slave anyway. He's worthless and he poops on the ground. <laughs> and he, uh, the, he, le- he leaves in a, in, a, in a huff. Like, he just, like, the old man just, he's been, like, he, he leaves in a huff. As he walks past another table, he, like, bump, stumbles into another person and grabs their drink and, like, sucks, <laughs> like, sucks it down as he steps out into the courtyard. He's, like, mumbling angrily. Um, and so now there's a, uh, oh, excuse me, he hasn't left yet. <laughs> he takes out, sorry, he hasn't, he hasn't left yet. He says, he sees another drink. <laughs> at, no, as, as he says that he, as he says that you can have the slave or whatever, that he, he's nothing without his honor, he takes um, this little, um, he takes one of his rings off. He has a, a one, only one ring on his hand. It's like a little silver ring. He takes it off and he says, if you wear this, you'll do what you say. If not, I don't really know. I've always been wearing it, so it had the collar for me. I bought him off a trader a long time ago. Um, I put the put it in my pocket, but before he stumbles away, um, sir, you frequent this place. You say just about every night, right? Yes, sir. Just about every yes, sir. Just about every night. Have you come across my friend James at any point? I've been looking for him, and I haven't seen him around lately. James. A fellow with a scar on his head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen James. He was here. Oh, gosh. He was here probably two nights ago. Um, acting a little bit funny. He doesn't... I mean... Uh, he just James is a weird one, man. He's he's always whining. He's always getting upset when he loses. And he causes a lot of trouble. And he says... He says stuff my grandkids say. is stupid. It's weird. It's... it's he doesn't have. He doesn't speak like an adult. He's been hadn't been coming too long though. James is a bit childish. That's uh, why I'm worried about him. Do you have any idea where he might have gone? Uh, he doesn't tell me where he goes. I mean, he's not my friend. I just I played I played killer with him a couple of times. Uh, uh, so I, I don't know. He may be here tonight. I I haven't seen him. <clears throat> he takes he he grabs another like turns around behind him, grabs somebody a drink off their table, and they're like, what's going on? But they're trying to focus on their game, and he, like, sucks it down, and he says, anything else after you took everything I got? No, sir. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks. And he, like, st- as he leaves, he, like, pushes the kinku aside towards you, and, like, stumbles out of there. And, yeah, he stumbles out through the courtyard. I can imagine this guy's been, like, a regular here so often. People just have, like, decoy drinks just sitting around. <laughs> yeah, as he passes by, it's not like, who is this guy? It's like, please, again? <laughs> it's like um, people are sitting at a table and there's, like, just a drink within <laughs> easy reach so they don't actually grab theirs. Yeah, he's a bit of a drunk, he's a bit of a drunk guy. Um, bit of a drunk. So I'm going to walk towards Arlo after the uh, things are... Um, and as long as you have that ring, that... When you grab, like when when you grab the ring and stuck it in your pocket, the kinku is like he was standing by him and he just like sidled over to you. Um, and he's just standing there beside you right now. Um, do you want to deal with that at all? Like, do you? That's why I'm going to Arlo. Okay, you're there. walking over there to Arlo. Yeah. While this is happening, we do need to take care of the game Arlo was playing. Um, so let's do that. Uh, Arlo, I missed that. Huh? He was he was going over to check. Yeah, out the as, oh, right okay. as you started your game, Arlo was going to check out the frog jump. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Arlo, you arrive, you arrive over That's at the, yeah, they drive so fast around this corner. Um, you go over to the frog jump and people are cheering, like, yeah, all right, yeah, 
Just because I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> They're cheering for the frogs, of course. Yeah. Um, and so you see the trough. You see people are, are surrounding this trough. Uh, it's got mud in it. It's wide enough for three frogs to start at a little starting line. It's, it's, it's probably five feet long. Or it's about six feet long, actually. Um, it is exactly six feet long. A little, little mud pit. Also to the side of that is a deeper crate, and it's just full of frogs. Like, flipping over each other, and like, it's kind of a weird-looking mass of frogs in this, in this thing. Out. Yeah, uh, not exactly the most humane way to handle <coughs> things with that. But um, you walk up, and everybody kind of turns around, and there's a couple, there's a couple other gnomes there, a couple of shorter, a couple of dwarfs, humans, elves, there, there are people gathered around. I'll do the nod. Yeah, <laughs> the, the gnome nod. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they give you the nod back. And uh, I know not the, what you mean. the frog, the frog jump man. He's got, he's got, he's a, uh, he, he, he is a gnome. The frog man is a gnome. He's got a real like a mustache that that curls out. It's like a long mustache that goes out to the sides. Uh, he says, he says, welcome to the frog jump. Glad you're here. You got your own frog. You won't play. You just here to watch. I'm here to watch for right now. You gonna place in the bit? You can't just you can't watch without placing the bit, sir. I mean, you could watch. You could watch. You 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 could watch. Change your mind. I'm just saying. You stayed here too long. I'm gonna take your money. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. This frog jump. This frog jump. I take so many people money, man. They come over here to this frog jump, and who man, they lose it. It's it's like it's hypnotism. That's what's happening here. When Betty, I've been bringing this. I've been bringing this game for so long. But finally, Betty said, "You know what?" You can do the frog jumping. You can do the frog jumping to Shady Maple. And, ooh, I'm so glad I ain't leaving. I ain't leaving. I'm, I'm making me some money. What happens to the, these frogs? What happens to the losing frog? Well, if you brought your own, and go home with you. If you use if you use one of my frogs, then go back in my crate. You have rental frog. Yes, sir. If you didn't bring your own frog, it any and all can play. Byof. <laughs> it's Byof up in him. But if you want to, you you need one of my frogs. I'm, I'm just going, I mean, I'm going I don't. I don't exactly spend all of my time training my frogs. I'm just here to make some money. But I mean, ever since I started bringing this game around, you know, the, the people be, be training their own frogs. I've never seen this before. I just want to kind of check it out. All right. Okay. So as you watch, he says, "All right, I'll let you watch this time." So he says, "All right, jumpers, y'all ready?" Uh, and three people kind of step from the crowd, holding frogs. Um, there is a um, a, a man. Who steps out of the crowd? Just kind of regular-looking dude. There's a woman who is rather beautiful. Um, she steps out of the crowd as well. She is holding a frog. Uh, and then there's uh, one of the gnomes, another one of the gnomes that was standing there. He kind of gives you the nod as he walks in, um, and he also has a, a, a frog that's a little bit smaller. His is more like a tree frog. Um, and it, uh, they set them all down. So yeah, it's like we got a, like a toad and a bullfrog and a little tree frog all in the in the trough, and they set him down on the on the uh, in the mud, and there's like this little line. And he says, "All right, y'all know the rule: three rounds, and we gonna bet on the winner. Bet at each round, fellas. So here we go. What y'all thinking now?" He says, "Taking bets, taking bets now." He says, and uh, so the one um, the gnome puts out. He's like, "I got two gold coins on my frog." <laughs> he doesn't say that. He says, two gold coins on my frog." Uh, the woman says. I'm going to bet three gold coins on my frog. And uh, so the gnome says... Is this happening at the same time that I was doing the other? You're you're playing your game right now. All right. Um, So instead of the three, she says, 
I'm going to raise you one one gold coin. I'm betting three gold coins on my frog. So he, the gnome reluctantly pulls out a gold coin, uh, and then the man says, three sounds good to me. He pulls out three. And so collectively they hand nine gold pieces to uh, the man taking care of the uh, <clears throat> the frog jump, whose name, by the way, my name's Charlie. And so uh, he gets nine gold pieces there. Um, and so over the course of this game, uh, he says, all right now, huh? Hmm? All right now, frogs, do your jumping. And he goes, one, two, three, and he snaps his fingers, and that somehow is a cue for the frogs to jump. Uh, and so he snaps his fingers, and each of the players roll a d6. <laughs> so that time, he says, and as he's doing this, he's explaining to you how the thing works. And he says, all right, so there's three jumps in a frog jump in a frog jump game. Three rounds. First round, we see how far to jump. None of them ever jump farther than six feet. I don't know why that is. One maybe the laws of the land. I don't know. But they jump. We count up how many feet they jump the first time. This time, as you can see, the tree frog only jumped one foot. Uh, Lady's frog jumped five, and the man frog jumped three times, three feet. So she in the lead. But it can all go wrong. Because we tally up the total distance. So they got to jump two more times and we'll see what's going on. Hmm. So they roll again. Uh, this time they're, uh, the lady says, I'm going to raise one gold piece. And so she tosses another gold piece at him. Um, and the, uh, the tree frog guy tosses his gold piece. The human guy also tosses. They all call. They, they, they just join her in the bets. Because you got to match what the, the highest better is. Um, so they roll again. Um, and so the lady currently she says, "Ooh, I'm going to win this one. I love, it. I love it when I win. I love it." And she gets, she's getting very excited. They do another bet. They all, she tosses in another three gold coins, um, and they reluctantly join her as well. Uh, except the human man does join her. He tosses the gold coins in, but the uh, the other guy says, "Like, oh, come, we're leaving." And he kind of does the equivalent of folding. And he grabs his tree frog and says, "I've lost enough money on you." <laughs> yeah, he 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 says. I've lost enough money on you tonight. He picks up his frog and he says farewell, and he gives you the nod, the gnome nod, and walks away. <laughs> he says, "All right, whatever floats your boat, more money for me." <laughs> and then um, um, they jump. The uh, Charlie snaps his fingers one more time. They jump again, and at the end of the day, it is the human man that wins. He, so he said, yes, awesome, great. Well, he's very excited. He's very, he's very happy. He picks up his frog and pets. He says, you've done so good. You're doing so good. Good job. And he pets his frog. And Gives the, it a good lick. Yeah. And Charlie says, that's how it... <laughs> uh, Charlie reaches his, reaches his hand out and hands the man the, the, his share of the, the money. And he tells the lady, he says, you're pretty girl, but you ain't the best jumper. And as he says that, I need you to roll perception. But he's talking to the frog, not the woman. (laughs) (laughs) 17. Uh, So when he does this, this woman is very upset. She's like, she's she's pouting. She's like, (laughs) like almost this weird um, kind of like, kind of, she just, she, she pouts or whatever. But I mean, it's one of those things where like, you you don't know maybe maybe this is maybe this is suspicious maybe it's a woman pouting or whatever I'm not sure you can certainly roll to investigate and, and look more closely at her as time goes on. But he says, "So that's how it worked, young fella. You want to join?" Uh, you know what? Not right now. 
by now. By this? You, you do jump a mean frog, though. I tell you what. I appreciate it. I hope you come back and play. <laughs> I love me a good gnome. I, you know we got to stick together now. I got to see how my buddies are doing. They might have a little bit more cash than I do. Okay, as you say that, Jack appears behind you. Because you were walking <laughs> over there too, right? And as Jack <laughs> appears behind you, we go over to Grim because we hear because Grim hears from Turtley's desk. All right, Grim, Willie Brickles, it's time to get punching. Willie Brickles, there you go. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so you guys step into the ring. Yep. Uh, Turley turns around to look at you. The ref says, uh, "Grim, a nice, nice punch on that last one. Very impressive." Thank you, sir. For a newcomer. What's your name? Um. <laughs> Carlisle. Carlisle the referee. <laughs> Good to meet you, Carlisle. Yeah. And I offer my hand. He shakes your hand. He says, he, sh- he says, Willie, welcome back. Uh, Willie says, Carlisle, good to meet, good to see you again. Uh, says, he, Carlisle leans over to you and says, this fella ain't no chump. <laughs> Funny. Good, good guess. Really coming together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all this. So he says, all right, you boys ready to fight? Uh, Willie Brickles leans over to you and he says, I'm ready if you are. I am. And I'll reach, yeah, yeah. reeks out of his hand, shakes it, and again, it seems like a very friendly thing. Like, this is, we know what's going on. It was a good, firm handshake. Yep. And so, referee says, three, two, one, fight! And then, hit me with the bell. Alright. <laughs> so, you guys step back, roll initiative for me. Eleven. Uh, he rolls twelve this time, so he actually is gonna uh, he's gonna he's gonna go first. That's more than um, eleven. <laughs> By a whole one. Okay, so Willie Brickles is gonna get the first punch. So he steps to you. He goes for a, a left jab um, to your chin. He's gonna roll against your AC Not right now. Chin. Ooh, he rolled an eighteen. Yeah, it's gonna hit. So he he jabs you in the face. Um, with his left hand, and we're going to do... His fist takes three damage. Um, he does five damage to you, actually. It's a pretty good punch. Oh, oh, oh. Pretty good lick. Yes. Here, I'm going to... I need to reevaluate. I'm sorry. I did the wrong the wrong dice. He only does um, three damage to you. I'm going to heal myself suddenly for two points. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, that wasn't as bad. I was kind of flying by the seat of my pants on that one, and I, <laughs> I didn't want to give you give you an unfair shake. Um, so, he, yeah, he, he steps to you, and he he uh, jabs you um, and gets you in the chin a little bit. If there's anyone here with an unfair advantage <laughs> in mm-hmm. punching... Yeah, that's true. Definitely. Um, I got a 21 to hit and yep. 8 damage. 21 to hit. Alright, so how, what kind of punch are you throwing at him? Um, straight jab to the nose. Okay, so you jab <laughs> Okay, nice. Um, so you jab him in the nose and like, there's a lot of power behind that, that fist. So you hit him in the nose and his eyes kind of water a little bit. And he steps back and he kind of gives you a look like, alright, we got a fight. Um, so you know, just like a little drop of blood kind of leaks out of his nose. Um, and he kind of like he puts his hand up and wipes it and he looks down and he like nods at you like he's having fun he's here to fight too and I, I start rubbing and like okay nice. my, my chin cool I should have done that before but it okay matter. so he's going to uh, step back he's going to plant that right foot and try to come at you with a with a with a hook coming at he's going for a, a belly shot going for your ribs not my ribs uh, eleven to your AC. It will not hit. Okay, so you he goes to punch that one, and do you would you rather block or would you rather dodge? 
I think you're a blocker. Um, yeah. Okay, so I mean, you can choose, but I feel like your strength is more of your strong suit no, in this one. Yeah, if he was gonna, if he was gonna dodge, he would like press against it anyway. So it's more of like a block kind of, okay. yeah, letting himself so, be carried by the force. Gotcha. So yeah, you kind of like step to the side and and, and drop down. He kind of hits your arm or whatever, and um, it, it's it's a cool looking thing. So he hits you there, and uh, you're kind of bouncing back and forth. Um, yeah, roll to hit him. Uh, nine to hit. Nine to hit. That's not going to hit. So I rolled an eight for damage on that <laughs> yeah, one. So, so um, I do. That's that's a, that's a solid, efficient way to do it for you to go ahead and roll damage while you roll. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, well, I, it was. It didn't come from me. I saw it on the video. Okay. So what are you? What are you uh, fighting? What are you? Um, or so how, how are you punching on this one? Um, I'll go. Or with, are you kneeing? I don't know. You I'll go with left. Yeah. Am I? I was going to ask that. Am I proficient with my feet? Uh. I wouldn't say like kickboxing stuff, like roundhouse kick, but I mean you could do like a try to try to go for a Spartan or like a knee or something. He would definitely Grim is a Spartan kick kind of man, like a okay. straight straight to the chest. But no, he would he's gonna go with his, with just a left. Punch. Okay, left one. So he um as you go for the left, he puts up an arm and like does the the block and he blocks it this time. Grim is smiling at this point. Okay, so we got a good little fight here. <laughs> he's gonna roll a nineteen. That's gonna hit, hit me. That one. Um. He's gonna hit you for four damage. Oh. So this time he does kind of he he uh, he goes for a, a, a punch to the to the belly again. So he does actually hit you on this one. He gets you like in your left. Am I uh. And this whole time the crowd is like the crowd was really excited when he had the first the one punch knockout. But the crowd is definitely excited to be seeing a really mm-hmm. a, a good match. I thought it was six. No, that, that's that's yeah. what you do. Um, 14 to hit? 14 will hit. Uh, 7 damage. 7 damage. Okay. So... Going for the um, two-leg drop kings. <laughs> yeah, how are, you, how are you hitting on this one? Uh, does it, it doesn't knock him out, does it? Uh, I'll... Counting? I'll have to tell you after you tell me. 7 damage. I'm saying you can't decide right. how you're going to punch after you know whether it's going to knock him out. Alright, fine. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take a... Take a... Uh, kick to his chest face. Okay, chest. Just, just, just. <laughs> so your foot starts here and goes to chest. So like, it's yeah, a sixteen-inch boot. So yeah. yeah, so you punch him. He punches you in the the ribs, and you kind of step back, and he steps back to ready another punch, and it gives you enough space to step forward and raise your leg, and you plant one right in his chest. Um, it's it's like WWE two K thirteen or whatever, where he like presses against it and then pushes. Okay, gotcha. Like, so big yeah. boot. That's the move. Gotcha. Man. So yeah, big as boot. you as you push through it, like you do, like you. You push him back into the the ropes, and like you you felt his chest really compress. So as like as you press in, like he goes. Is that low battery? I don't think no, so. He, the battery is pretty full. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was. That was a weird beep. It's that been over weird. an hour. Yeah, we're about to end anywhere. We're about to end soon. So you so you press your foot into his chest. You feel his chest compress, and as you do it, you f- see his eyes get droopy, and he like. He, he like sucks in a breath and like he's kind of after the two punches he was pretty he was pretty hurt or the, um, and uh, he this is just enough to, like he's out of breath you kind of knock the wind out of him and he goes <gasps> and like kind of <laughs> falls I, over I, and hits catch him huh I want to try to catch him yeah roll athletics oh, oh 23 yeah so you go over there and you do like end up keeping him from hitting the ground but he's definitely I just, like I just set him down on his butt <clears throat> just just to gentle set. So I picture you like kind of grabbed him and like you maybe kind of like locked hands like the thing as you like you lay him down or whatever. Yeah. And as you like he kind of comes to and he says like good kick. 
Oh no. Um thank you. That was a good match. Yes. I, I enjoyed it, sir. Uh so he uh everybody cheers, everybody's happy they go over to Turley, get their money. I assume you walk over to Turley as well. Yep. He says, Well struck, my man, well struck. My man. And so he tosses you the forty two gold pieces. Dope town. Um, and so that is actually where we're going to end today. Uh, we're or, oh, not today. Chronologically, did did we catch that? Did we see that match? Okay, so first fight happened before our stuff. Before your game, second fight probably happened towards the end of your game. So sure, I think I think you probably. You, I mean, it's a boxing match. You heard people cheering. Yeah, you and you said around. I'm facing them too. Yeah, so. you turned around and you saw the ref raise Grimm's hand or whatever. Um, so you saw that as well. You think you'd like to do with the last second? No. I was just wondering if I, like, just for the next episode, if I saw the whole thing. I thought you walked up to where that was. Hmm? Yeah, but if it happened during the, the last part of yeah. their game, he would see. Cause I didn't leave till. It's like, from where we're sitting, it's like happening over there. Yeah. Got it. So as Arlo is examining the suspicious-looking beautiful woman at the frog jump, um, and Jack Law is walking no over there to, towards him, uh, and Grimm has just won his second match. Everyone hears uh, from the area of the boxing ring as Grimm catches his 42 gold pieces. Everyone hears, Hey! I want to fight him! And then as you hear that, there, you see the crowd kind of parts on the other side of the boxing ring, and you see this giant fat man <laughs> like he's pretty much wearing overalls uh like the sides of his man boobs kind of leak out of the overalls like he's just yes yeah, he's just he's just a fat like his arms are really hairy and he's like smirking he says yeah i want you <laughs> and that's where we're gonna just i don't want you but i'll fight you here we go uh, so that that's where we're going to end this video. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, please be sure to leave a comment if you're enjoying it. Please be sure to let us know what we can do different, what we can do better. If you have things that you think we should, uh, if you have, I know people on you and DN YouTube, people on YouTube know D and D rules. So if we're doing something wrong, you let us know. <laughs> uh, so in the meantime, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, anything else from the Dungeon Boys? If anybody would like to donate coffee to the cause, <laughs> yeah, donate coffee. We everything we everything Tank Media Games records, with the exception of some game talks, occurs usually before the sun comes up. So that's one of our sticks. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we love you very much. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>